Hi, this is Susan. And this is Katie. And welcome to She Speaks Stories. Uh, we took a week off, but we are back. We are back, sitting at my kitchen table. We are. And you were actually um, at the beach last week with your yeah. fam. Yeah. yeah. Nags Head, That's North fun. Carolina. Was the weather good? It was fabulous. We had one day of rain, but in a way that was good because it made the waves yeah. the next day huge. Oh, and that is fun. you know how that adds to the yeah. excitement. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a great, great Now, week. did you stay in Nags Head or did you stay like in Duck or Corolla? Where did you guys stay? Nags Head. Nags Head. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. It was we beautiful. used to go to Nags Head every single summer when I was growing up. Every single summer. Wow. Without fail. Never been there. And Are you serious? Um, that was your yeah. first time? It was, we had been on the Outer Banks way back when we yeah. lived in North Carolina, but just to kind of sightsee and for a day and stuff. So I don't, I don't think we'd ever gone down It's quite way, that way, far. way laid back of a beach. You know it what I mean? It was, oh, we had the best yeah. time. I mean, compared to like a more commercial beach, that is like way laid back. Well, in the house we rented... It was right on the beach, so we had kind of not really a private beach. Anybody could go on it, yeah. but there just wasn't that many people. That's so good. And um, so it was just fabulous. That's but so good. Susan and I decided, like she said, yeah. just to kind of tell some summer stories. So I'm just going to share a few stories that happened just last week, and yeah. then Susan's going to share a summer story yeah. that happened what, years and years ago, huh? Like seven years ago, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'll All right, you go first. jump right in. All right, go. Um, I've told you all that I have three sons, and they're all in the military. And then I have a daughter that works in New York City. So they were obviously, all four of my kids were, were at the beach. And then my son's three wives and three grandchildren. So there were 12 of, of us <laughs> all together. And fabulous house. So obviously, we spent a ton of time at the beach and the pool. So my three sons had their shirts off a lot. And it reminded me of... Um, this tattoo story, because all three of them have tattoos across their hearts. And I thought, oh, it's right across their heart? It's across their I mean, heart. I knew they had the tattoos. I didn't know that it was across their heart. And, That's cool. And how that all transpired. Um, when they were in high school, a couple of them were high school. I think Mike maybe was early college. They all wanted to get tattoos. Now, this was back in the day when tattoos were not yeah. as popular yeah. as they are now. Now it seems like it's not that big a deal. Yeah. But back then it was like, what? <laughs> and I said, absolutely not. You are not getting a tattoo. <laughs> and because my point was, what you like now, and they were like 15, yeah. 17, yeah. and, you know, 18, they're whatever. Not gonna like it when you're like not going to like it when you're 30. Yeah. And you're not getting tattoos. And that was flat out. Okay, so they all, you know, grow up and they all are in the military down the road. And um, they call me one night and they know how to butter me up. And they were all at one of the brothers' houses having a little vacation before they were going to all go off yeah. and be deployed. And they're like, Mom, we got something to ask you, but we want you to know that we deeply respect you. Oh, no. And oh, no. <laughs> and that um, we value your opinion. And if you say no, even though we're men now. Even though we're, we're men. We're <laughs> even though we're grown adults. <laughs> we will not do this, but we just wanted to tell you what we have in mind. 
So um, they say we're all, obviously I knew they were all at some point going to be deployed. One of them was going off to Afghanistan shortly, and then the other two would follow at some point in time. So they said, um, we want to get tattoos, and we want to, um, one of us is going to get, it's a verse in Judges, and um, it says, the Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. Oh, I love and they that. said, one of us is going to get the Lord is with you over his heart. And the second brother is going to get O valiant warrior over his heart. And the third one is going to get Judges 612, the address oh. over his heart. And they said, and that will just remind us, Mom, that um, one, we need to be valiant. We need to have courage but that the Lord is with us and that we're not alone. We're a band of brothers over there. I'm like, yes, get that tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get one too. (laughs) It was so sweet. So watching those three men now, I mean, Mike just turned 35 and Matt is 33 and John is 31. And, um, Watching those three brothers reconnect, because we haven't been together as a family. Like everybody. It, like a year and a half yeah. because of deployments and, yeah. and all that. So watching those three play with those tattoos. Oh. And then my husband, <laughs> right after that, he says, I'm getting a tattoo too. I'm like, you are not. He did. He, he got did? a he got a big Marine Corps um, Eagle Globe and anchor because he didn't want to be left out. So funny. And Molly got one too, but that's a different story. And I'll tell you that down the road. <laughs> um, okay. So watching those, watching my family be together, just so much fun and having adult children. Um, reminisce and tell stories about growing up, things that, you know, at the time (laughs) either went over your head or they didn't tell you about these things because you were the mother. But now that they're men, obviously, and Molly, a young, young woman. Um, So a couple nights we stayed up super late and just talked and laughed and told stories. Oh, that's the best part of vacation. That's awesome. It was so much fun. And just, just stories. Jana says tells the story that he was in fifth grade one time and the kids were not allowed to watch movies at their friends' houses yeah. without checking with us sure. and, you know, yeah. what it was rated and all that kind of stuff. And so he's over at this older boy's house and they wanted to watch a movie called It. Oh, my word. Uh, it, Stephen King. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he knew That's that scary. he would not be allowed to watch it. Um, oh, I cannot watch this kind of movie. he did not me. want to be a baby, so <laughs> he... <laughs> And, you know, be uncool in front of yeah. his friends. So he decided just to disobey and watch it. Okay, so so he watches it, but he gets home and he is scared to <laughs> death. But he can't come to me for comfort because then he'd have to say why he was yes, scared. Yes. And he'd be in big trouble. So he's just freaking out. He doesn't sleep all night long. The next day, he's still freaking out. Well, Matt, who was only in like seventh grade at that point, notices that John is just acting weird. And he's like, what is wrong with you? And John goes, Matt, I watched this movie that I wasn't allowed to watch. <laughs> and, and I just see this clown face everywhere I look. <laughs> I and I can't, I can't sleep. I'm completely freaked out. And Matt looks him in the eyes and he says, 
puts his hand on his shoulder. And these are like boys. These yeah, are boys yeah. that are rough and tumble and they fight with each other. And, you know, yeah. and I mean, as a mom, you so want your kids to be godly, but yeah. you really sometimes don't know whether they really are or not yeah. because they, they do what you want. They go to church, they go to Sunday school, right. but is it sticking? And I never knew this happened. So, so Matt says, okay, John, I'll tell you what, I'm going to pray for you. And he puts his hand on John's shoulder and he prays that Jesus will help him and, and take these terrible thoughts out of his mind and give him peace and blah, blah, blah. And John says, and it worked. Jesus completely answered and helped Aww. me. But he was telling the story to say how cool Matt was, yeah, you know, yeah, as a brother, yeah, that he really sweet. cared about him. Yes. And, um, and they were all trying to tell stories to assure me. <laughs> that I had been somewhat of a good mother, you know, <laughs> because they That's had sweet, prior to that told all these bad stories where I'm like, oh, you did what? <laughs> where was I? You know, that. so they're like, mom, sweet, no, though. there's good stories too. So, so um, my three grandkids, Connor is three years old. He's the oldest grandkid, and he is just funny and smart and really intense He's so cute. personality. And um, so one day, so the next day after we're sharing all these stories, he's sitting on my lap on the beach, and he's like, Grandma, tell me a story. Tell me a story. And I said, okay, honey, how about if I tell you a story about your dad when he was a kid? <laughs> so I tell him that story. Yeah. And he just stared in my eyes. His eyes got big. And he loves Uncle John, too. So Uncle John and Dad, you know. Well, a couple hours later, we were goofing around doing something. And I don't even know what, if nobody was in trouble or anything. I don't know why Connor did this. But all of a sudden, he says, hey, guys, stop. Don't forget, Jesus can help you oh. in anything. <laughs> So that, that story I yes. had told really stuck in his mind. And um, so then in one more Connor story, and then I'll wrap this up. But at the very the very last day, we were all packed up, and people were putting things in cars. But I was all done with my part. So I was sitting out on the back uh, deck watching the sun over the ocean and, and um, sipping my coffee. And Connor comes out with his milk. And he's real cuddly with when he that early morning, and so he's sipping his sitting on my lap and sipping his milk, and I'm sipping my coffee. And I said, Connor, look at the beauty of the ocean and the sun. Doesn't that just remind you of God? Because you know He created all this beauty. And he goes, Yeah, Grandma. He's <laughs> so cute. He's so cute. And he's real serious. And I said, um, Hey, you want to sing a hymn? And he's like, yeah. He oh. probably doesn't even know what a hymn is. But so I started just singing, you know, how great is our God? How mm. great is our God? But my voice got all choked up because I was super sad leaving. Yeah. And, and we'd had some family drama that was weighing heavy on my heart. And I, I started crying a little bit. And Connor just reaches his little hand up and pats my cheek. And it's like he took over being the spiritual oh. lead. And he goes, Jesus loves you, this Aww. you know, for How the Bible tells me so. Did you burst into tears? Oh, I just started sobbing. I'm like, Connor. It, because it was like he was trying to comfort me. Yeah, this little three-year-old, you. you know, yeah. out of the mouth of babes. And he just took over like... 
hey, don't forget, Jesus loves you. It'll Aww, be okay, Grandma. I love <laughs> so that. So sweet. Okay, so then we get in the cars, and there's three different cars of people. But we were all on this group text. And so um, everybody's texting each other, saying how sad it is to go away. And my, uh, my son, Mike, starts with this. I'm just going to read it to you because you talk about crying. Mike says, guys, this is going to sound sappy, but the main thing I'm sad about is leaving you guys. The house was great, but it could have been a shack. The beach was awesome, but it could have been a desert. The pool was fun, but it could have been empty. And as long as you guys were here, it would have been the time of our lives. You all make this the best family. And oh, it, and Katie, then that is just John's beautiful. like, okay, you just made mom cry a lot. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my son, um, my son Matt comes back with his poem. Michael James, because Mike is the one that wrote yeah. that. Michael James, you have one of the greatest names. The beach was fun, but you are number one in our hearts and in our games. Your wild spirit, we could never tame. We hope so much to see you soon and maybe watch the movie Goon. Oh. We will miss your smile. We will miss your glow. We are very sad it's time to go. But know this fact and store it in your heart. Although we are leaving, we will never be apart because you cannot break the bonds you see of the love that comes with family. Katie. Isn't that? And I'm like, you people I would have been making a sobbing me mess. cry. Oh, I cried almost all the way back to Stafford. Just How sweet is so that, So sweet. Though? And I'm like, Lord, I, my prayer for this family, we've never, ever done anything big like this. Yeah, Most yeah. of our family vacations were moving yeah, sure. <laughs> to a new house. Sure. And then you always had to visit grandparents yeah. or whatever. So to do a family vacation where we invested in yes. a beautiful beach house, and um, we just had really never done anything quite like that yeah. before. And I had just prayed, God... Um, bring healing, bring joy, mm. bring a closeness, bring a um, knit our hearts together with one another, but but with you, yeah, too. And there was just such a spiritual element to all that, and I love that the sharing of stories and just the love. And there was some dysfunction too. Yeah. I yeah. am not going to lie to you; sure, this sure. was not the you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even in the dysfunction. Every family's got We've that. all, you know, trying to unpack it and yeah. saying, hey, we're family and we will love unconditionally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's that's that. I so love that, that's though. my little summer. I mean, that was like a little gift that God gave it you. It was a gift. To be able to see your kids tell stories and stories and stories all late into the night. How beautiful is that? Isn't that so and beautiful? And for them to be sad to leave, that's even better. I loved it. Oh, it's so beautiful. And, and I don't think I told you this, as far as the podcast goes. My one son, John, who's in the Army, yeah. um, he just got back from a nine-month deployment. Yeah, yeah. So he hasn't listened to the podcast. He really didn't know too much. Yeah, you know, yeah. whenever I would talk to him long distance, I didn't bother him with, yeah, you oh, know, yeah. things like that. So um, he's, one night he's like, Mom, tell me the most exciting thing in your life right now. What and, a great question. And I so love I that. said, okay. And I told him all about the podcast. And um, I told him how we want to go on the road yeah. and, you know, just stuff like that. And he asked, well, how are you affording this? <laughs> Doesn't this cost money? I'm like, yeah, Susan and I are just paying out of pocket. He looks at me, he goes, Mom, I would like to invest in you. 
How sweet he is said, that? He said, I think that's an amazing ministry. You let me know. You let me know some of your bills, and I'll invest in you. Aww. I'm like, okay, I adore you. I adore that you. That is so sweet. <laughs> I mean, that is sweet. I mean, Katie, that's your son. You had yeah. to have absolutely just been moved by that. And they care about the Lord, and yes. they care about investing in yes. kingdom work. And um, so, oh, anyway. Oh, I love that. I want to hear your yeah. story. Okay. So uh, my first summer of becoming a mom uh, was June of um, 2011. And um, we were leaving Ethiopia to get on an airplane to fly back to the United States. And I was already emotional, like crazy emotional. I could not stop crying emotional. I kept having to go... Um, like when we were at the guest house waiting on our car to come to pick us up to take us to the airport, I just continued to like have to go to the restroom and cry. And I was trying not to do it in front of the kids, but it was like two years of hard work yes. all of a yes. sudden and it's done. And I don't know. I mean, I was just overwhelmed. Yeah. I was overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, you probably were exhausted yeah, too, like physically, was, oh, yeah. and mentally, it was just, emotionally. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. And so... We get to the airport, and you have to get there very, very, very early, and we had some drama at the airport because they, for whatever reason, chose to put our kids in the very back of the plane and put us in the very front of the plane. Oh, my goodness. And I had my first mama bear moment. Of course. I was like, you get, no. Yeah, I mean, I was like, <laughs> no. I mean, even Ed had never seen me like that before because I, I got loud, and I was like, look, that plane is not taking off until... <laughs> We are sitting with our children. I cannot put a three-year-old in the back of the plane without no. me. I mean, I was like, this is the most insane thing ever. So we finally got all of it situated, and um, what they did was a, there across the aisle was two seats, then the aisle, and then three seats. So at least we were together. There was an aisle between us, but at least we were all within right. reaching of distance course, of, of each course. other. Of course, of course. So um, one of my children, she really only connected with Ed in the very fr first weeks. And she only wanted to be with Ed. And so we got on the airplane and that she wanted Ed only. So we, we decided was to put her and Ed over in the two seats. And then the other three of us were in the other across the aisle. Well, all of a sudden, I don't know if it was, you know, her nerves, if she had a little tummy bug. But all of a sudden, she, as the plane started taxiing, she had just an explosion of diarrhea. Oh, boy. And I look over, and it is oozing up her back and onto the seat. And oh. I was like, oh, my heavens. So I scooped her up and start walking to the back of the plane. And everybody it kind of like silenced the plane because you're not supposed to be right, standing up. Right. And uh, it was so hot. Like, I cannot explain to you. It was so hot uh, and so I like sweat was dripping off of me and part of me wonders was it really that hot or was I having like a, a moment panic, like, a, like a major like, hot flash oh, or something yeah. yeah so I go to the back thinking there's like a bathroom back there but that's the kitchen and I did not realize that was like a it was a legit kitchen back there so I laid her down on the ground and I'm like trying to figure out what to do. She's screaming her oh, head off. No. My hands are shaking so bad. I could not unbuckle, like unbutton oh. her, um, her shirt. I mean, her pants. I could not. Like my hands were so shaky because I realized I'm 
in the middle of a taxiing airplane right, that is about right, to take right. off. But I knew I had to clean her up. Do you know what I mean? So I was in this moment and of... And she's still screaming She's at screaming, this her, point? Head off, screaming oh, her head off. Screaming her head off. And this uh, flight attendant, you. this very, uh, very mean person, flight attendant, comes back and looks at me and he was like, you need to get up and get back to your seat. And I like, ah, like oh, I like boy. look up at him and I'm like, and I'm trying not to cry because she's crying. And so I'm trying to stay focused and all this stuff. Well, and I looked at him and I went, I, I can't go anywhere. I can't, I can't go anywhere. Cause it was, I mean, it was, Oh, it was crazy. The, the head flight attendant for the airplane walks back and sees us. And he sees that flight attendant yelling at me and he looks at him and he goes, you go away. Oh, and he looks at me and he said, you stay right there. And he went and found this woman that was another flight attendant. He walks back and he says, she is a mom. And that's all, like he said, and I just became like a puddle. Oh. And I like looked at her and I said, I'm trying. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a mom. I don't, I, I'm not really a mom. And I just kept saying, I'm not really a mom. And she like grabbed my face and she looked at me and she went, you are a mom, and we're going to do this together. Oh. You get close to your daughter's face. You say the sweetest things that you can to her, and I'm going to clean all of this up down here. And I said, my hands won't stop shaking. And she said, then you shake them by her face, and you get close. Oh. So I'm leaning down, and I'm rubbing her face, and I'm telling her I loved her, and I started praying over her, and I'm wiping her tears, and she stopped crying. And her eyes, they were just these big, almond, beautiful eyes, and she just is looking at me, and she's just staring at me. And I'm, like, looking at the woman, apologizing. And I said, I'm so sorry. You're getting dirty. I'm so sorry. And she looked at me, and she said, we're moms. This is what we do. Oh. You stop apologizing. And so I'm like rubbing her it. face and rubbing her face and telling her how much I love her. And then I'm glad I'm her mama. And I'm like, oh, I was just so emotional about it. And her, and she then, uh, she picks her hand up and she starts rubbing my face <laughs> and I'm rubbing her face. So we're like laying on this kitchen. Oh my golly. I'm laying on the kitchen beside her and we're rubbing each other's faces. And all of a sudden the little flight attendant lady goes, okay, we're all cleaned up. And I went, her seat is totally dirty. And she went, no, I had somebody clean it up. Aww. And we've taken care of it. We've put plastic over it. You will be just fine on the way there. And I said, I just delayed this whole plane. And she went, we'll make it up in the air. Don't you worry about this. Aww. And I said, I'm so sorry about all of this. I really don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I, and I just kept saying, I don't know what I'm doing. And she grabbed me and she goes, that's why we do it together. Oh, my. And I just oh looked my. at her and she went, you're going to do just fine. Isn't that... Oh my goodness. I was like a complete oh. picture of what Jesus Christ oh. said when he said love one another. And, yes. And then when he expounded and you know oh my the goodness. one another's of scripture. Yes. Help one another. Pray for Amen. one another. Encourage yes. one another. Serve one another. Yes. And be the, kind to one another. She was oozing so much empathy for me. Yeah. And I mean, I remember getting back to uh, my seat and everybody had switched everything up so that she was sitting beside me. And um, so we made it so that we, we switched everything up. And so I had her right beside me and I was nudging her and I just kept thinking, 
I want to always make sure that I am that empathetic of a mother. Amen. Because you Amen. know when you're like out in restaurants or and you see a kid pitching a fit and you see like somebody in the booth behind rolling their eyes, I just want to say you have no idea what they're Hello. going through. And I'm Hello. sorry that your meal is getting interrupted, but you don't know what they're yeah. going through. And there were so many people on that airplane that were irritated with me because I was delaying the plane ride. And instead of that woman huffing and puffing with me, she oozed empathy I mean oozed 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 empathy and um yeah okay I'm gonna tell you this really quick so when we got back to the seat um Joshua was sitting with me in the three section and we had her in the middle and then Ed was across the aisle um, with our other daughter and so it was probably about midnight or one o'clock in the morning so that added all the drama because everybody was tired and so the plane took off they put the lights down and they told everybody to go to sleep and then they would wake us up with breakfast is kind of how they said so we uh, Joshua immediately falls asleep and I have my daughter propped up on me and we're going to go to sleep okay this (laughs) so we are sitting I mean we're like sound asleep and so I was like but but I was so um like I had so much adrenaline from what had just happened that I was like more I was too like awake to go to sleep yeah so I was like rubbing her head making making sure she was going to sleep I was letting her sip on some um like some Sprite because I was her little tummy was hurting her so I gave her a tiny little bit of Sprite to try to calm her belly and then uh they both fell sound asleep well, about an hour into it, I thought, well, they're asleep, so I guess I can... I, like, looked over at Ed, and he was out. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try to go to sleep. Yeah. Okay. So I lean... This, this story is getting so long. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I lean back in my seat, and I've got... I'm holding on to her. Everybody's got their seatbelts on. I'm holding on to her. And uh, I go to sleep. Well, I wake up about 20 minutes later. Okay, it had been 20 minutes, because I looked at my watch. 20 minutes later. And she is gone. Oh, my Oh, my. She is not in her seat. And I was like, oh, dear Lord, where is my daughter? And so I wake, like, I push Joshua awake, and I went, where is she? Where is she? And he was like, huh? And I'm like, we're looking. She's not anywhere at all in the seat. And I, like, wake Ed up, and I'm like, she's gone. She's gone. And he went, honey, she can't have gotten far. We're in an airplane. And I'm like, but where is she? Where is she? And all of a sudden, I feel this thing grabbed my ankle and I like looked down and she had gotten down and gotten underneath the seats and fallen asleep down there. And I like opened my eyes and she's just staring at me. She had totally, she was underneath. I thought I had lost my daughter. I was like, Oh Lord, please just get me out of here. It was the craziest thing ever. It was totally crazy. But I'm telling you, as we were getting ready to exit that airplane, that little flight attendant came up to me and she gave me the biggest hug. And she looked at me because we had landed in Germany. And at that point, my daughter seriously had some kind of stomach bug because every hour she was having a problem. And so, but at least I knew it was happening. So we knew to get to the restroom and all this stuff. So all of that was good. But um, when we got in, right as we were exiting to get into Germany, when I was leaving, the flight attendant hugged me and she looked at me and she said, um, you believe you're going to be a good mom because you're going to be a good mom. Oh. And I hugged her as tight as Susan, I it's, could. It's almost like God sent you a little Oh, my angel. goodness. It's for sure. Because it, when we got on that airplane, she did not like me. That, that My daughter did not like me at all. She only wanted Ed. 
And I'm telling you, and rightly so. I mean, I was a stranger to her. Of that's course, the, that's of the course. hard part of adoption, not for me, but a right, hard part for right. her because she's she was you know nervous and who of are all course. of these people. But I'm telling and you, getting on an airplane oh, when you have not sure. even exactly. The, but I'm telling you, sometimes God allows crisis amen. to unite hearts to to, to yeah, bond exactly. Yes. And so yes. here we were. She knew this is not a good situation. My stomach's upset. I mean, you could tell her little three year old mind knew something was wrong. Right. And when I was able to lay there beside her and rub her face Absolutely. and then she could rub mine, and that woman... be part of oh, getting her cleaned up yeah. and nobody shouting exactly. at her. Nobody... I mean, I felt like that woman was holding my arms up for me. Yeah. Like, she was yeah. like... I'm going to do this for and you. And isn't that how God oh. rescues us? Yeah. I mean, and when I said angel, I don't mean a, like a literal angel. Oh, I know. Angel. I know what you She mean. was a human being. But, Amen. But I feel like that's how God sends angels in yeah. quotation marks yeah. to us. For sure. Is, is by prompting people yeah. to be so kind yeah. in situations like yeah. that. It I'm just, telling you. It just tenders your if heart If we're towards, ever wondering what to do, the bent towards kindness and empathy absolutely. is always absolutely. the best. It reminds me a lot of Bob Goff, because Bob Goff writes, has written these books, Love Does, and then Everybody Always. Oh, my goodness. I mean, always have a bent towards love and empathy yeah, and kindness. and. It, it literally can change someone's day. I yeah. will never forget what that woman did for me because I would, I mean, I was really only, I'd only been a parent for a hot second. Right. And I didn't <laughs> right. know what I was doing. And she was totally rescuing me in that moment. And I think how many times do our fellow women around us need rescue, but we're too busy to notice right. or see it right. when we really could be providing rescue for people. Or too self-focused. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. What would they think about me? Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. um, or my schedule. Yeah. And, and well, that's and I just even think, annoying. Exactly. I mean, and it could be people that we know that need rescue. But then even, I think, um, how many times am I in a department store or a restaurant where a mom is having a moment and yes. it's a hard moment? Yes. How hard could it be to walk over and say, hey, let me hold that for you right. while we're in line. I mean, something. Do you something, know what I mean? Something yeah. encouraging. Something exactly. kind. And it may seem something small, but it truly brings a relief that you oh Absolutely. that is unbelievable a peace yeah. A, a yeah a joy and it turns around the whole situation oh, for sure. i mean imagine if that kind woman hadn't been there and it was just that crabby guy oh, screaming Katie. at you oh, Katie. i mean what would you it, it, the yeah. whole yeah. thing would well, have gone well and i'll different. tell you too i'm so grateful for that head flight attendant that as a leader right. he spoke up and he denounced the mean and he brought in the kind. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I think we as leaders, sometimes that we have to look at people Absolutely. and say, no, I will not tolerate your unkindness. And, is that a word, unkindness? And bend the bend the rules Yeah. when love is at stake. When exactly. when when someone's, uh, because I mean, it probably was a rule yeah. that you weren't supposed yeah. to be there during yeah. takeoff, but the head guy is a good leader. Yeah. Uh, well, no. and I'll tell this you, is, this is an, an exception to the rule. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I'll tell you this week, it may, this may, reminds me of something. This week, um, we were having this discussion at work, and Jamie Breath, who's one of our directors at work, and then Christy Nichols, who I work with, she's also on my team. We were going back and forth about this issue uh, that we were trying to solve and decide if we were going to participate in it. And I had, I, as the leader, had basically said, You guys, we are not going to do that. We are just not going to do that. And I could feel. In my soul, that was the wrong answer. Ooh. I knew it was the wrong answer. But I was like, we have already got all of these things to do. Do we really, you know, I was really trying to figure it out. And I looked over at Christy and I went, what do you think? 
And she said, <laughs> well, the verse that's popping up in my mind, Susan, is about not withholding good if you're able to provide it. And oh, I was like, okay. Oh, okay. Well, so we decided, okay, we're going to do this for this. We're going to do this for this situation. And Jamie got back this a most amazing email explaining the extenuating circumstance and how much of a blessing it was that we chose to say yes. Oh, Susan. And so all week long, all I've been able to say, think in my mind is, don't withhold, don't withhold good, good from people when it is within your With power. power to do and it. I'm telling you, that man, as a leader, had the power to provide good to me through one of his flight attendants, Absolutely. and he chose to do it. He could have not. He could have said, no, we're taxiing. The pilot's going to be angry. But instead, he had it within his power to pour good out onto I me. You know what I mean? And so I just think, I want my kids to be like that. I want them to know, you have the ability to pour good out onto people. Pour it out. Absolutely. Because it could change their circumstance. And, it, I mean, she, that woman will never know on this side of heaven how much this mom needed encouragement. And she gave right. it to me. You know what I mean? Right. And how, we, how many times can we do that for people? It just, it just brings tears to my eyes. It's beautiful. God's good. God is kind. Um, okay. Well, those were. And, and speaking of doing good, what, what is coming to mind is one of our future guests yep. is Katie Davis. Davis Majors. Majors. Yeah. I keep calling her Katie Holmes. I know. <laughs> Yesterday, Katie and I were talking I about something, and she was like, five oh, and don't forget, we're interviewing Katie Holmes. And I was like, yeah, no, we're no, not. No, no, no. I said, she's a famous else. actress. We are not interviewing her, although it would be nice. Katie, if you listen, hey, we'd love to interview you. But, uh, uh, but what makes Davis me majors. think about yeah. that, I've been reading her books and just finished um, Kisses for Katie yeah, this so Katie morning, ha- Katie actually. Davis Majors has two books. One is called Kisses from Katie, and one is called Daring to Hope. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Katie read them backwards, though. I ma- read them backwards. <laughs> I read Daring to Hope first, um, and I'm like, how did this girl get 13 and adopted kids in Uganda? Yeah. But anyway. Um, well, and let me pause there for one yeah. second. If you're looking for a good, good summer read for a beach or pool, um, and also especially for your tween or teen daughters, Kisses from Katie is phenomenal. My um, 13-year-old read it for school this year. She couldn't put it down. And she's not a big reader. And she could not put it down. It is really, because you see, because it's a true story, and you are amazed at what God has done through this young woman Oh my goodness! It 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 it's amazing. But what holds your holds your interest and makes you just so um, empathetic towards it is that she says over and over, people think I'm courageous or extraordinary, or and she says I'm really not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not really that brave. I'm just an ordinary teenager. Yeah. Yeah. But I love Jesus so much, and I want to do what He's called me to do, and He. He's the one that yeah. called me to, yeah. to come here, to stay here, to fall in love with these people. And one by one, she was just trying to do good. Yeah. That's yeah. why I brought I it up it. because I you said, yeah. pour out good when you're able to do yeah. so. And, she and she she's like, out. there's so much need in that country that you could be so overwhelmed, you do nothing. Yeah. But he told her, you just do good mm-hmm. to the one I show you. Mm-hmm. Each I love it. E- each day. Yeah. And, I can't and that's what she carries. I can't either. It's going to be um, so good. So now, here's the thing with Katie um, Davis Majors is um, we were supposed to interview her today, but she ended up getting called into a very important meeting um, in Uganda. And they um, are obviously 
uh, seven hours ahead, I think is what they said. So we got an email early this morning saying they needed to reschedule because this meeting was incredibly important for her to be at. Um, so we have rescheduled it for... It's either July or August. I can't remember which day. I think it might be in July. I can't yeah. remember. But just know that she is coming up, and um, all of, we're going to springboard off of that. Um, Katie and I met today, and you guys, God has brought some amazing women that we are about to interview. I mean, I can't even, with some of their stories, we are... We are overwhelmed with some of these stories that God has brought to us. So, Kate, yes, Katie Davis Majors is going to be one of them, and she is um, unbelievable. And it is equally as unbelievable as some of these other stories. You guys are just we're, um, the way you can stay up on all of our upcoming episodes is um, either on our Facebook page at She Speaks Stories, our Instagram account at She Speaks Stories. Um, those are the two places that you can find us, and then also. Um, we still are receiving your stories your, um, our, from our story tribe. And so if you email us at shespeaksstories at gmail.com with your stories, um, we might be able to use um, a few of those um, on an upcoming episode too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be good. There you have it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we hope you're out there making summer stories yeah. um, with summer your people and, um, and with your God. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, you guys have an amazing, amazing week, and we will see you again uh, in a couple of Fridays. We love you. Bye. Bye.